Hey friends, hey family, it's Caroline here, and we're so excited today. Bree and I are interviewing Chase, Bree's husband. I love his personality. He's such a goofball, and today is so much fun talking about his side um, in the step parenting process. So sit back and enjoy today's episode of Blend It. This is Blended, a family podcast with me, Bree, and me, Caroline, just two mamas who chose to make our Blended family thrive. We share stories, pump up step parents, root for positive Blended family dynamics, and through it all, we get to lead with grace, heal, learn, and grow. Jen Louise Coaching is a sponsor of Blended, and I, myself, Caroline, have been in coaching with Jen for a while now. I personally have grown so much while working with Jen. Each of us know that you go to counseling to talk about your past, but what do you do for your present and your future growth? Well, I'm here to tell you that Jennifer at Jen Louise Coaching is helping women across the world reach their goals. Jen is board certified, holistically minded, and has over 15 years of nursing experience. Jen prides herself in advocating for her patients. She is here to continue to advocate for you and your goals towards your health and wellness and reach what is most important to you. This is powerful and personalized coaching. Many times you're stuck in your own way and you don't realize it, but it takes someone that is trained to listen deeply and to ask the right questions to support you towards your powerful progress. Sign up for a free consultation today with Jen. Her link is in our show notes. Start challenging your mindset today with Jen Louise Coaching. Hey everybody, this is Bree and Caroline and guess who's with us today? Chase. Hey Chase. Hey guys. I'm so excited you're here today. This is going to be so much fun. I know we've been able to interview Ryan, but this time it's to... Time to get the stepdad, dad number two. Well, we don't even say dad number one or dad number two. I know. It's just mom, dad. dad. Yeah. <laughs> We've said in a previous episode, if, if Ryan or if Chase is going to talk about Ryan, he's just going to be like, listen, your dad said, and, and if it's him talking about him, then we're going to know <laughs> which dad yes. we're talking about. It all flows so well. Yeah. Thanks for uh, taking some time, Chase, today to be here. All right, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think you so, so hard. No, what we is, can edit it. But it's like, told you. <laughs> I, yeah. I think all I saw was like no head of free. <laughs> He's like, I'm so tired. <laughs> well, I know I was just trying to think of how to respond. It's like I've never talked to anybody before. I can't be like, oh, it's great to be here for all the fans. I know, I know. <laughs> it's for the fans, Chase. It's for your fans. <laughs> okay. Okay. We're gonna start over. We're gonna cut. We're gonna start over. All right. <laughs> I don't even know how to start it. <sighs> okay. Hey guys, it's Bree and Caroline, and today we have Chase with us. Hey Chase. Hey guys. 
We're so excited to have you. Yes, I love it. I absolutely love that. Um, We already got to interview Ryan, Cheyenne's bio dad, but this time it's Chase's turn to hear from Bree and Caroline and our questions. Dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. (laughs) Yes. So we can just hop right in if y'all are ready for this. Yeah. What is, what's uh, your first question, Caroline? What are you so excited to hear about? Well, last episode, we got to hear y'all's love story from your perspective, but I'm Mm -hmm. definitely curious if Chase has a different side of the story and how he met you and definitely some first impressions (laughs) of Bree. I'll do my best. I mean, she hyped me up pretty good on the last episode. (laughs) Yes, she did. I loved it. I love y'all's love story. I hope I can do it justice. I like I love our love story too. <laughs> so where do we meet? I know I already I know I already set the scene, but like <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> um we met at a bar. It was uh the bar near our parents' house. Literally we they lived one street down, so that was the common place to go have a beer and one day after work, I believe it was a Friday, Friday night, and was there with a buddy, Ben, and we we're shooting pool, and I go to the bathroom, uh, come back, and sitting in our seats right there, her <laughs> friend Laura. So I had to let her know she took my seat. Oh, so the line worked, yes. <laughs> that was, so, that's a true story, man. He, that was the first thing out of his mouth. And I was like, oh, oh, this is oh. Somerville that I'm moving to Somerville. Okay. <laughs> I, mean, I don't remember exactly what was said, but I I pointed at her, but I used my whole hand and I knifed hand her. So oh, yeah. <laughs> she goes, are you a Marine? I was like, yeah, how'd you know? And then and her I was and Laura our- started cutting out. Oh. <laughs> We already knew. I already knew if he knife handed me what that meant. Yeah, I've been knife handed him. So I was like, "Oh my gosh, I'm not breaking any cycles this time around." <laughs> Another <laughs> morning. Um, hey, but I didn't know. hold it against them for too long, I guess. No, I think it's like such a character builder. Like, I mean, I have a thing for Marines, I guess. <laughs> yeah, obviously. Yeah, they do. They have a lot of character. Um, but. Technically, Chase, I guess you met Bree's father before you ever met Bree, huh? Um, I, I can't recall before the one instance, but I've probably seen him around a couple of times, you know, yeah, just in passing, you know, so. Because that was more but, of just, like, probably where Bree, like, your parents were like, yeah, go to this place. I go there often. Or not that. Yeah. Like, oh, okay. Yeah. We're, we came down for the weekend. And, and I, I'm pretty sure, because my mom and dad had Cheyenne, because we still weren't done talking by, the, like bars closed on everything so we just talked to my car all night long and I was like you're not coming in because my kid's in there like it was one of those <laughs> things you know so we just sat out in my car on the lawn for all night talking um so yeah it was one of those things like oh like we'll take Cheyenne you go out you guys go have fun you know yeah um, just down the road yeah that was a very uncomfortable car seat not car <laughs> seat but seating in my car it was just I work construction so my back was already hurting and I know. I remember <laughs> I was telling you, I texted him, you know, later that week. I was like, hey, I'm actually moving. Do you want to help me? And he was like, yeah, if my back is feeling better by that. Because <laughs> he's out of the car talking all night. That's so funny. Well, you know, I'm sitting here looking at my list of questions. And I'm assuming, I guess, if you were chilling in your car, like, when did there was a car seat in there? Like, at what point Chase did Brie 
be like, hey, yeah, I have a, a kid. <laughs> yeah. I, be- I believe uh, she said it when we were just in the bar and passing. She was, you know, we were just talking about each other's, you know, lives before what we did this, you know, and that came up obviously with a Olympic shotgun shooting. So, <laughs> no, I take that back. I believe like maybe within the first five minutes meeting her dad, like he had brought it up. So it was either one of the two. <laughs> well, I thought there for a second, you you were saying she, she told you that she had a kid while y'all were kissing, but then you were like, oh, I'm in the, <laughs> so I was like, oh, okay. I'm like, oh, by the way, I have a kid. Real romantic. <laughs> you know, Brie, he brought up your shotgunning. I don't think we've ever have actually talked about it on the podcast like you've got to fill everybody in on this oh my gosh so I did some time with the Olympic shooting team and um got to trap shoot all over the world uh you know different countries and different world championships and it was so much fun it was um something I'll always cherish and hold on to it was my biggest adventure before kids and family but um it's one of the biggest reasons I believe in pushing Cheyenne towards something like in my um childhood that brought me passion really just kept me in line you know what I mean just kept me driven um so that's always something that I want to implant on Cheyenne but I learned that through uh USA shooting but uh yeah I don't usually go around telling people but you can most definitely know you'll know after you've met my dad what what we do (laughs) oh I love it and like you do or don't have a Olympic gold medal? Like is that cap? I don't have an Olympic gold medal. I have um, world championship medals. Oh, okay. 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 And And I didn't make it to the Olympic games. Yeah. But I made it to some world championships, which was really fun. You're still competing against all, you know, these different countries. And um, a lot of, I did a lot of local shoots in California and um, Colorado and stuff too. So I'll just say that when Ryan was telling me about his ex, he definitely (laughs) let me know. Like, he was like, yeah, she's a gold medalist of, like, skeet shooting. I'm like, okay. (laughs) I can run fast. I'll just run from her. Wow. I know. Set the bar high, dude. (laughs) I was like, cool. I'm meeting this Olympian. And I. That is so funny. (laughs) That totally changes the vibe of the first meeting. (laughs) So Chase, what, like, how did you react? Like, what were some of your first thoughts about like Brie telling you that she had a child? Like, was it fear? Was it excitement? Were you nervous? Like, what were some of like the first like real thoughts that went through your head? And then maybe kind of like where they grew from there? Um, the, I wasn't scared or, you know, put off or anything like that. She did it in a beautiful way to like, you know, just let me know. And she respected herself on that. So you know, hey, before, you know, anything serious, you know, this, this is it, you know, but it wasn't done in, you know, distasteful way, like you see in the movies. (laughs) Right. No, Uh, I love that. I love that you said, like, she wasn't afraid of it. And she wasn't hiding it from you. She was like proud. Yeah. Yeah, it was definitely, um, it's hard, especially being that young, but it's hard not to make it your identity, right? Like mm-hmm. for any of us as mothers. Um, so being a single mom was definitely like an identity for me for a little bit there. So for me to be, yeah, so open about it at the time and him being like, yeah, okay, I can roll with that. I mean, you got to respect, you got to respect Chase for that. <laughs> oh yeah. No, I love it. I have the utmost respect for Chase and Ryan. I talk about it all the time. Like, we always knew it was going to be him. Yeah. 
Well, um, what about meeting um, Cheyenne? I know Bree told us her side of the story. It was like on the front porch at your parents' house or something, or at a barbecue or something. I'm getting the story wrong. No, it, um, yeah, it was at my par- uh, at my parents' house. Um, there, it wasn't like a t- big to I think it was like a weekday or something, and it was just you yeah, want to come we, over. We, yeah, it was the evening time, and I was like, "Hey, you want to come over?" And I met met Cheyenne. You know, played in the that little uh, area or the den with the fireplace and everything. I miss your mom's old house. I know that was a cute little house in Sangaree. You you were there. You've been there too, right? Yes, Halloween. I think that was the house went trick-or-treating in, yes. Yeah. So what were your, like, first impressions of Cheyenne? I mean, she was how old? 16 months old? I mean, just yeah, turned a year. Yeah, a year. Uh, it's definitely, definitely different, you know, as Bruce said before, you know, my nephew, at that point, my nephew is 10, 11, 12, somewhere in that time frame. I, I got to do the math. Like ten, I want to say yeah. it's like ten. So it's it's been a while, but you know, everybody's a little child inside, I guess. Uh, it wasn't hard to relate, and you know, were you like, oh my gosh, this kid is freaking adorable? Yeah. She was platinum blonde. I I had platinum blonde hair when I was her age, all the way up until like six, and then it just kind of turned reddish brown. Yeah. Yeah. And it's funny, like, I don't, I don't know how this makes Ryan feel. It's always a fun little um, story for us, but people would literally stop chasing the street. If he was holding Cheyenne and be like, you and your daughter look so much alike. Oh my gosh. And it's crazy how much they do because they're just so like light haired, light featured freckles. You know, they do have so many physical features and we would just have this little like you know giggle like oh I know aren't they cute and, yes <laughs> but it, I mean it, it happened very soon too like yeah. we would go out together the three of us and people would just be oh you guys you guys are just the cutest little family we're like oh girl thank <laughs> you but yeah. you can't help it like Cheyenne just yeah, attracted that you know what I mean like just she brings well, that I out know, I stuff. love it I think that's so great and yeah. um uh, so I, my oldest sister, she is adopted and we used to get that all the time. Like, gosh, you look so much like your older sister. I'm like, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> no biological <laughs> connection, but yeah. I love so, it. You know, and Cheyenne was like, your sister knows she's adopted, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, I just, I just dropped a bomb on you. Yeah. <laughs> No, we'll have to totally share my sister's uh, story. I know. That's definitely one we want to share. Yes. But Cheyenne was, like, just so much fun. Like, she was the sweetest little toddler. And I always say until about nine, did it really get hard? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I would say that. Uh, But, yeah, just especially when she was that young, one, two, she'd smile so hard her cheeks would turn red. It didn't even have to be cold outside. They'd be red from just her smiling all the time. Yeah. And she never stopped talking. Do y'all remember that? Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. And then it happened three more times each kid I had. Like they just, they never stopped talking. Oh, look at this picture that he's That's holding up on Zoom. <laughs> oh my goodness. I love that. Y'all, so I think that was your first Father's Day present. So much of Sadie in that. She looks so much like Sadie. It's really crazy. Um, the other day I have like the iPhone update that changes the pictures on my background. Oh yeah. And I was like, oh, that's a cute picture of Sadie. And then I was like, oh, that's, that's an old picture. I'm doing that. 
I'm gonna have to start marking the back of pictures. Yeah, yeah I do definitely do. Yeah, so date wasn't on the TV. We would be like, well, which baby is this? Yeah, we have screensaver on our Prime um, uh, Fire thing to stick to, and yeah, if the date wasn't on, I'm like, who am I pregnant with? Who? What kid <laughs> is that? <laughs> It's my crazy. favorite is when they come in and, and Bree starts listing the girls' names and then she's like, oh, I said the wrong one. I'll be like, I mean, Penelope, I mean, Bar- uh, Cheyenne. Oh, Cheyenne's not here. Olivia. You're the face. Come over here. Kid number two. Kid number three. I, know. I can't keep them straight. Well, at what point would you guys say that y'all really like put the title on it? Like when did y'all um, change to like really put a uh, dating? Yeah, like more like when we're when we started to, like getting serious, when did it come become like, oh, I'm I'm serious about my girlfriend and her daughter and like I'm or and when did the mind frame change to like I'm serious about running for us and our family and our child together like you know what I mean like where you just felt like you were a per- part of that parental unit uh, I don't remember the exact day or how long yeah. we were dating for her uh, but my uh, my EOS date my end of obligated service uh, for the eight year contract so I was still in the reserves at the time um, and to come time with oh I guess I can we enlist if I want to, you know, and uh, we had that conversation, and you know, uh, spoiler, <laughs> I chose not to re-enlist. <laughs> We're happy for that. We're happy for your service. So that I guess that was, I, you know. But, and there was like, the reason between, behind yeah. that in yeah. re-enlisting, and that was, was like, because. You know, it was, okay, I'm not going to drag someone away if I, you know, I want to re-enlist for this or that. I, I know it was reserved, but, you know, hey, it was still infantry, so, you know, get deployed, I guess. But, yeah. Uh, I, uh, kind of more of a game changer for uh, me with the moment that I kind of felt that closeness with Shy was you were you were asleep uh, and you know she started staring in the crib and you're like oh can you get her in the floor i'm getting up to get the fist and uh as you picked her up she kind of just fell back asleep in my arms so you know it kind of melted so oh <laughs> i didn't even know that story i'm gonna melt <laughs> I, I mean it, it, i can't remember it's not like i'm like oh man then i saw a newspaper with this date right so right not, i don't remember the exact day of it happening but we're still living in that townhouse, so. Yeah. Yeah. That's what a lot of the members are. If we connect to where we were living at the time. It's kind of yeah. crazy. Yeah, um, the house that built, the, the homes that built it, build us. Yes. Well, Cheyenne still stirs in her sleep to this day. Oh, yeah. Talks. Talks. Yeah. Showers. Olivia <laughs> does it, too. Yeah, she'll she'll be laying on the couch and then she'll like roll over and we're watching TV, sleeping on the weekend. I'm like, what are you talking about? And then like she wakes up like, what are you looking at my face for? (laughs) (laughs) You were talking to me. (laughs) Man, um, Cheyenne's such a restless sleeper. And I would wake up not from my baby crying over the baby monitor, but from Cheyenne talking in her sleep. And um, it's just I can get always that freaking out. Yes. I know. Yes. Well, um, I was gonna 
ask some questions as far as like how you feel like we're doing with our co-parenting dynamic. So um, I'm trying to think of if there was any case where you felt like maybe there was tension or maybe you felt jilted or, or your, your feelings weren't maybe involved or something in a decision um, in our co-parenting dynamic in the last 11 years. I, I wouldn't say there's any uh, tension or, oh my God, cringe or anything like that, mm-hmm. but uh, I'm sure there's times that we all disagreed on something and, you know, but we all worked it out in the end, you know, just plain communicating or, you know, hey, look, all cards on the table. But um, just, I guess for me, it was, it was new for you guys, but not for me, you know, my, my mom, you know, has been not to put her business out there, but remarried, uh, you know, so I come from a split family already, but, you know, I didn't ever see that, you know, and I learned some pretty darn good things from my dad. So I just tried to always imply that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You know, Chase, we haven't really shared your story. If you're willing to share, like, tell us a little about your childhood, like your childhood dynamics. Well, uh, so my mom and dad had my sister and then, Four and a half years later, they had me. So my sister is 39. Or hold on, she turned. She's gonna get mad if she hears this. <laughs> She's four yeah. years uh, older than you. Let's put it. Her that birthday way. is coming up. It's on the 16th. So yeah, and then uh, my other sister. I'm sorry. Uh, from again, my uh, my dad married uh, a woman, Lisa, my stepmom. Mm-hmm. Um. And she already had a daughter. So it was, you know, watching that growing up with my dad. And then so just kind of came naturally, I guess. But uh, so, so Heather, old... I, don't, I don't even want to say how old Heather is. I don't want to even try no. to say. But how old were you when your father and your mother um, divorced? One. So oh, it was already into it. You know, the some of the earliest memories I have is uh, seven. So it was is now that putting two to two together, you know, shy was, you know, just, you know, coming about, I guess. Mm-hmm. So seven and yeah. kind of realizing her situation, you know, I don't remember before that, but, uh, but we lived one state away. So my dad would, you know, not, not every other weekend, he would try to do those, you know, cause he worked shift work, but mm-hmm. you know, he only got me half the summer, half Christmas break or every other, you know, fall break, you know, the four days you get there, but. Right. And well, he would take was, whatever time that yeah. he could head off. Oh, yeah. Amazing um, that. You know, yeah. He, instead of going out, you know, having a couple of beers with his buddies, you know, he'd make the ooh, six hour, six hour drive or four hour, four and a half hours. For like a baseball tournament. Weekend yeah. Or something. Oh, yeah. Baseball tournaments. So, yeah. That's amazing. And what a, um, amazing role model that you have to help us model our blended family dynamics as well. Yeah. And, I, and, I, uh, Chase isn't always um, one of the loudest ones of our co-parenting group. Um, you and I usually take that title. Yeah. Um, We're the loudest. <laughs> I know. And Chase, bless him, works so much and has always got something to do f- around the farm for me. And and so he really is a like a real not. I'm not going to say a silent partner, a quiet partner. Um, but in as far as our dynamic goes, like. Um, maybe some of the tenser times that I had to deal with, with this co-parenting thing. Um, I could always rely on Chase and you guys like 
unbeknownst to you were, were relying on Chase to like kind of like talk me through some of those things too. Like, listen, look at it. Let's think of it the way that they, they're looking at it. Like, or, you know, or, and there'd be sometimes like, you're totally valid in thinking this. Like they're, of course they're going to be upset because it's just, it's there. You guys are clashing in this moment. You know what I mean? But like everybody takes a breath. So he's always a voice of reason. He's always got everybody's best interest. Up. He's just not always like, he doesn't have to be heard. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> He's a very quiet. I remember quiet, strong a type. moment. <laughs> we were talking about the holidays and how like the driving and all the crazy, like the stuff that happens during Christmas to New Year's. And we like threw the idea out there. Like, what if we just alternate it like the year and you got her for like Christmas and New Year's and like the same year. And you were like, I need to think about this. And you call and you're like, it was so funny. And Chase just goes, well, that seems real, like real, like the obvious choice. Like, it was yeah, just- why haven't we been doing this? That's exactly what you know I did. Uh, so, uh, my sisters, we would just all go to my mom's and then you know back down to my dad's at whatever part it was. So, yeah, and that's that was the other thing too. So, Cheyenne like has her brothers and sisters, you know, very often. I only got to see mine during the summer, so oh, yeah, you know, yeah, we didn't really uh, have that great of a, I mean, we had a great relationship, but yeah. it didn't really, you know, super brother and sister so. until, you know, we got older, you know, we were out of high school, more so out of the Marines, you know, I got real close to my sister, you know, she moved back down and, you know, so. Yeah. Right. There's no doubt everyone loves true crime podcasts these days. And there's a new podcast that you will want to add to your playlist. Murder Mondays. Host Nicole Simmons travels and interviews victims and families of murderers in South Carolina. She's a small town girl who's a wife and business owner. And Murder Mondays is a passion project for her. She brings you the facts and personal stories of the people affected by the most heinous crimes in South Carolina. If you enjoy true crime podcast, Murder Mondays is for you. Murder Mondays with your host, Nicole Cole Simmons, available on Anchor, Apple Podcast, Spotify, and other podcast players. Add Murder Mondays with Nicole Simmons to your playlist right now. Um, I remember another um, funny Chase co-parenting moment. We were all sitting down in the backyard and like read us like discussing different um like not custody but kind of custody um yeah. agreements and a financial conversation came up and both Bree and Ryan were like yeah I'm out and literally Chase and myself sat there and just <laughs> chatted through <laughs> I think me and Ryan literally went inside to like get a beer or like a soda or something we were like we can't do this we already know you and specifically <laughs> Ryan and I cannot do this <laughs> It was so funny, but I like Chase and I just worked as a team. I was like, this is how it looks over here. And he was going, this is how it looks over there. And like, we just mutually agreed. Like, how does this look? Yep. It was, it was, I was, it was so great. I left like, that was like really cool. Yeah. You guys are our numbers people, our math people, our bookkeepers. That's true. Chase is like rain man with numbers. Oh. I kind of stop myself all the time because I could see I'm like, oh, she- she's glazing <laughs> over. <laughs> you know, I've said too many numbers because then I'll, I'll think in my head as I'm saying these numbers and then I'm like, okay, so if I move the two this, but I got to take this out. Oh, I forgot about this. And then so I've done all that in my head and I'm spitting a new number at her that doesn't make any sense. 
And so, I'm zoned out. And then I'm like, no, I told you about this. We went over it. <laughs> that is okay, so, so other than finance talks with Caroline, what other aspects of our uh, blended dynamic do you think we're like really excelling at? What do you see as a group? That, and you step back and you're like, you know what? We're doing really well. The four of us, we're doing this really well. I see the impact we're doing. Um, communication. I mean, we all really communicate well, whether it's uncomfortable or not. I mean, there's plenty of times we had to sit down and it's uncomfortable. I know you guys will probably see it when we barge in on shy and, you know, we had to have this sit down conversation <laughs> Right there about certain things. We've posted pictures. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I and sometimes like, it seems like it might be easier to talk to her about those uncomfortable things when there's four of us. Like I feel like I'm not as embarrassed to talk about some of this stuff if there's four of us. You know what I mean? Like because we're oh, just a yeah. bigger force. Just like anything. You know how she likes to throw it out. Well, you got pregnant at 19. And you know, and friends are the world right now, and boys are the world. And it's like when there's four of us, I just feel like we are a bigger force. <laughs> oh, yes. I love Chase with what he's saying with communication. And I think it's something that I preach in my work to my children to raising a teenager right now, like over communication is better than no communication. Because when no communication is happening, your brain starts thinking, well, what, why aren't, even tell them to the point of why aren't they talking to me? Like I did something right. wrong or whatever. And I think Brie and I do such a great, even to the point today, I texted her and was like, do not let me forget on Friday. I have one of my children's performances. <laughs> because she's taking all of our children for that day. And I'm like, I won't let you forget your obligation. Thank you for helping me out. Yes. Oh, and I felt so bad because Brody's teacher texted me and I just made all these plans. And I was like, oh no. <laughs> I know. I feel like I'm going to drop the ball some days with everything. I know it's so hard. But we're, we are. We're doing a very good job juggling it all. I don't know how you do it. <laughs> I don't either. <laughs> yeah, Am I really doing it? I don't know. Sure we talk finances. Logistics is hard for me because I'm like, oh, wait, we have four kids? Oh, shit. Oh, one more happy mom. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> somebody, yeah. Somebody's, somebody's getting left like out. <laughs> yeah. Now, um, do you see things that um, that you that you were doing now in our dynamic that you saw in your dynamic growing up, um, um, either for the good or the bad? Are there some things that you saw growing up and you're like, you know what, I, I just don't want that, for, and we're going to change that, and we're um, doing it differently. Anything? I mean, it, uh, it, it's definitely different. I mean, I'm sure there were multiple and, you know, a lot more times, but, you know, I can sit and think of all the times that we've all hung out together and you know maybe I got a handful you know of uh my mom Keith dad and Lisa you know all hanging out besides you know some big function with me or, or anything you know it wasn't necessarily important to my life you know mm. nothing outside of that you know oh hey graduation yeah they're all there you know t-ball tournaments yeah. stuff like that there, so was there wasn't a, a lot of big say, gatherings I, like not to put it as work but you know yeah outside of work i guess you could say we do do a lot of that yeah, here but <laughs> well, i mean whether it's brody's this or you know uh clementine or you know magnolia so we definitely see each other a lot more and you know around each other a lot more so i I'm, i hope that makes you know shy more comfortable at least to come to one of us and go, oh 
like in the hangover. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she, she knows she's got a team on but, the oh, man, Like one of us, you know. To, you know. Yeah. No, I think we do a lot of of group uh, group celebrations. I guess is the best way to put it in what yeah. we do. It's just. Um, <clears throat> I know that at first, like, it's always a taboo, like, um, are we going to celebrate Christmases together when we're divorcing or, or beginning to co-parent on the journey? Are we going to do split birthdays? Are we going to do, um, you know, a Christmas with every grandparent and things like that? And those things existed in the beginning, like, to mm-hmm. be honest, those things existed. And those there was a lot of analytics to make sure that everybody felt included and stuff like that. Um, but right now, I feel like we do a really good job of, like, um, keeping it just our unit, you know what I mean? And making sure that she's celebrating her siblings and her, she's celebrated by her siblings and all her force, all, all of her parents. So. Yeah, no, I think about the communication, Brie and I sit down, I mean, I would say silently at least twice a year and sometimes it's more and we like just chunk our calendar at mm-hmm. weeks at a time and our family, meaning the two of y'all and your unit and the Ryan and I and our mm-hmm. unit, like our intimate unit, we organize around like those things. Right. And then when things come up, obviously we always have conversations, but there's, there's times where things come up on the weekends that are not ours. And we just go like, kid, this is the scenario. This is it. And <clears throat> we're definitely transitioning from like little Cheyenne to teenager Cheyenne and not dismissing her feelings of like being in a blended family is hard because there's total different feelings. Yeah. But we're kind of like, yeah, like not, you can't use that as a a crutch because we are all together and fighting and in your corner. And we do a lot of conversations about how this isn't going to be like a crutch or something that's hard for it. Now it doesn't mean there's not have feelings and emotions about it. Like she's allowed to get homesick. She's allowed to miss her sister. She's allowed to like feel these different feelings but um it's definitely be character building like definitely no she can't write she's not gonna use it as crutch you're not gonna get into college writing it as an essay it's not a handicap you know but it is gonna build your character it is gonna um push you in ways that you aren't gonna be pushed in a in a single family you know what I mean like in a family where you don't have to keep diversing and diverging off into different paths all the time I think it's um, what makes her such a good friend to her friends at school. Like she's, she kind of was a shy kid when she was younger. And this has definitely had to push her out of her element to make friends. And I see her being more of the compassionate friend to other people at school. Yeah. She has more empathy and compassion. Yeah. That's Going back to what you said about being a crush, I think if anything, it'll help her, you know, it- four different people with four, you know, four different ways that I grew up, you know, yeah. living outside a big city, you know, living down South, uh, but living in the country for me and, you know, mm-hmm. Ryan, you know, different places, Texas, Michigan, all those places. Detroit. Yeah, so. <laughs> Mostly Detroit. That's how I picture his childhood is the Detroit. <laughs> yes. Wild child. I call him my American mutt. Anytime I introduce him and everyone's like, oh, well, where are you from? I'm like, he's an American mutt. Don't, like, yeah, don't ask. <laughs> I feel like four Oh, I'm from, or, you know, well, I was born in Charleston, but we live in Somerville. I'm from Somerville, South Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
Well, I'm from Little Hick, Little Mountain, South Carolina. Chase. You are, yeah, you're a little town. It ain't a mountain; it's just a hill. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Well, this is my favorite question to ask you guys, but like, what is your feelings and perspective on Bree and myself, like being in the friendship that we are in? Well, I mean, besides obvious, every single time we go to a drop off, I mean, <laughs> you could play like one of those like movie phase in like montage things. You guys like double kayak and let me tell you, let me tell you. And then like, to each other's yeah, car. Like, and then like the. <laughs> The sun's coming up over the thing. It's an early morning, and you guys are kayaking out on the pristine lake. Painting our pickup right now. I love and then it. I'm like, oh yeah, I just got done driving. He's like, like get, yeah. the, get the, back in the car. Yeah, let's get back on the road. <laughs> I'm like, traffic this time of day, but no, it's just. And you guys always discuss it, and you know, it's just, it's always good. You're like, you had two meetings and a five-hour phone call this week. You don't need to talk to each other. Get in the car. No. Well, and, and the thing is, is if like we are on a strict schedule, Bree and I will send the guys. I know. <laughs> or like five text messages. Just a reminder, I cannot stay stuck today. <laughs> yes, beforehand, the preface. We have to like high five and run. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry. Our friendship is such an inconvenience for you, Chase. <laughs> no, it's not an inconvenience. I know. Uh, I know. No, it's just always... Like you said, he'd be like, okay, they just, you know, talked on the phone for three hours before we even got in the car. But then it's it's a door open again. Boom. Well, look at us. We share children. Look how much we talk. Now, <laughs> Carolyn and I share a child. Look how we had to talk. You can thank me later. She gets to vent on me before you come home. So consider the therapy. I know. So we worked out before Chase has to even deal with it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Um, well, do you get any like comments from people that are like, wait, like your wife is friends with her ex's wife? Like comments like that. Have you ever gotten comments like that? Yeah, I've gotten a comment or two like that at work, you know, when I explain our situation, you know, like, oh, hey, we're hanging out with Shine. And, you know, uh, mostly everybody knows at the uh, office that, you know, I just say my daughter Shine, oh, my stepdaughter. And then, yeah. If people put two and two together, you know, uh, like, oh, hey, wait, you've only been together 11 years and she's 12. <laughs> like, when yeah. yeah, yeah. So, well, everyone but, at your office should be listening to this podcast right now because you've shared it with all of them. They're all following us. So exactly. All gonna... And they all know Cheyenne they, by now. <laughs> He's been with the same company since we moved into that house with Cheyenne. So, um, I was, I took him into the office to say hi to everybody. And my boss, well, my boss's boss, the president was like, oh, hey, you guys want some candy? And she brought him into the office and, oh, she goes, oh, someone ate it all. Here's $5. <laughs> <laughs> they, love the first day, they love it. First day made five bucks. <laughs> and so they're like, every time they come see me at work, they're like, hey, does that one lady have any candy? And <laughs> you should remember. <laughs> Oh my gosh. That is so great. Cheyenne would probably have been happy with the candy. I know she would have. <laughs> oh my so goodness. If going back in time to little Cheyenne. Um, well, not little Cheyenne. What would, not, not what would you tell little Cheyenne, but like, what would you tell Cheyenne now about our blended dynamic? That, uh, you know, is sometimes it's going to see like you got four sets of bosses, you know, maybe coming down, or mm-hmm. you know, yeah. 
taking the other end. You got four other people looking out for you for your best interests, and you know, some people barely get one. So that's a good point. Yeah. No, I love that. What about yeah? Like if you were talking to future Cheyenne, and what maybe what's something like you would say to her? Because like I think about those twenties, those years in your twenties when you're like fearless, but like kind of starting to figure things out. Life's getting kind of hard. Yeah, you're like in the ways like you as stepdad. Like, what do you want to say to Cheyenne in her twenties when she's trying to like? Free from the four bosses. I mean, uh, it's going to sound cliche, but it's not like the normal cliche. But I would say respect your dreams. Don't follow them. You know, you got to put in work to make your dreams come true. Or it's just that dreams. So That's like painful for me to hear. Here I am in my 30s going, man, I wish I respected my dreams. I know. (laughs) Here I am. I thought I was doing good, just dreaming big, and I gotta respect it. What? The, what? That's so <laughs> hard. The That's sooner, how you do this. Dang it! <laughs> the, the sooner you respect it, the, you know, the, the it is easier to make those dreams come true. It's just, you know, absolutely. You know, but, but it's so I, interesting because Bree and I have talked about like doing this, like this podcast for years, but it actually started like as a blog. I don't know if you remember that, but back in the day, podcast didn't exist. It was like blogging about life. Yeah. And, um, but I think like what he said with like putting the work in, I don't want to say like we weren't ready then, but like we weren't ready then. And yeah. it's taken these years of like even more experience that we didn't know that we needed, even more like conflict and conversations and getting over this hump or getting over that age portion and getting over like certain things in our own life to yeah. be prepared to respect this dream that we have. Yeah. Well, and like, I mean, on that too, like I, we just now we're just getting into starting this podcast and now we're in this other phase with Cheyenne. I'm like, what, what happens when we get through the first like 10 episodes about baby Cheyenne? Cause I, what are we doing now? Like we think Cheyenne is different. We have to wait another five years and to figure this out. We it's start interviewing mom. I'm going to come back for a while. Yeah. yeah we're just back. interviewing. We're just going to start interviewing moms who've gotten done this. We're going to yes. research before we get there. No, absolutely. Like totally researching and interviewing and asking all the questions in the world to help us through this. Because we're Cause every day, <laughs> it's a new word. It the is. The new thing is girl. So Ryan's starting to call her. He's like, okay, boy. Because <laughs> she just comes in like, I, girl. Okay. I know. So come in the room, girl. No, I'm mom. What do you need? <laughs> yes. I hate that. Bro. Oh, oh yeah. Bros. yeah. I think bro's gone. Yeah. It's now girl. Uh, For everybody? I think so. We're trying to pick up on it. I don't know. I get. I don't even get away with saying "dude" in the house because Chase is like, "No, I'm not dude." <laughs> He's still correcting me. So, but I love it. You know, Ryan and I talked about this the other night. We're all four of us. I wouldn't say like we're all hard on her, but we're all hard on her in the way like we parent her hard. We're all super in, involved in her life. And the thing is that the reality is, this, she's such a good kid. Like she really yeah. is a good kid. Yeah um she in our defense I'm gonna disagree I don't think we're hard I think we're consistent Mm. I because I really I think back to like 
old older generations when I'm thinking we're hard on them. Like we're not hard on her. Like I feel like we're very consistent. I know. I think we need to take that out of our, our yeah. vocabulary. I totally yeah, agree. Because yeah, I like good. the quotes that you've been sending me about like, this is our job. Like, what else are we supposed mm-hmm. to do but to, to keep the line on her? You know? Yeah. Like, we're parenting. We're parenting. Exactly. That's, Period. We're just, yes. We're hard on her. We're parenting her. I love it. Mic drop. Good night. <laughs> that <laughs> episode that's over. My, yeah. <laughs> my dad said he never stopped parenting. He goes, it's still a new challenge, you know? Hey, you call me with this, you know? Oh, man. You know, I got my heart broken. Like, how do you, how do you handle that? You know? He goes, no one ever... Yeah. It's, there's all these books written about, well, especially back then, there's all these books written about, you know, what to do in the, the first formative years, but nothing, you know, no teenage psychology, what to do, if, you know, yeah, especially, you know, I, I that's because they're all crazy. Well, they're just all crazy. Yeah, so my dad didn't have anything and I didn't get to grow up with my sisters uh, when they were at Cheyenne's age. So mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know. How, well, so this is a first go around so, yeah. for you with the whole hormones and yeah. the first for yeah I remember like I like your book comment because I had Cheyenne I got Cheyenne like after all the infant years so then I had Brody and Mm -hmm. I read all the books about pregnancy and then I had this baby and in my head psychologically with hormone stuff I pop out a toddler yeah (laughs) and then I like went through postpartum with like oh like what what do I do with this slimy squirm looking thing? <laughs> it doesn't look like Cheyenne when Cheyenne came out of the box for me. <laughs> yeah, like I and I was really just like lost. Yeah, that will be something what I can do a whole episode on. It's just like my confusion into parenting because of of the dynamic too. But yeah, yeah, uh, yeah an, an episode on that for you and I, I guess you know me. You know, it was it's like oh hey, there's your first you know child you know first parenting moment yeah you know oh you know this is eight pound sack of (laughs) meat (laughs) (laughs) with the personality yeah i know yeah yeah is there any like funny words or like favorite words that you remember it's like something that she did uh, I mean, yeah. there's obviously Papisa, you know. Yeah, we all love Papisa. <laughs> um, not, not necessarily it's my favorite thing, but it's, you know, you guys took it away already, you know, Papisa or Sparkly Police. But, yeah, Sparkly Police. Uh, I just remember, you know, there's there's this one picture, and every single time I think I, I – when I see that picture, I think of uh, – I think she was at Margaret's, and she has, like, dirt on her nose, but she's all like this. And so every time she'd be like, mug. So, oh yes, <laughs> yeah. Oh, because she calls Margaret Aunt Mug. Yeah. yeah. Oh so yeah. Yeah. I know exactly what picture you're talking about too. It's on my Instagram. I wanted to yes. find it. <laughs> yes. Well. Or, um, or that sky. Our... Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, for our viewers, we are not recording at our normal time. We adjust it to the evening to work around Chase's uh, demanding work schedule. And yeah. like, we're like hours past our bedtime and we kept the energy up and I love it. And Chase, I know I love this. I can't say thank you enough for like just squeezing us in and, and making this a priority for you and supporting us in this endeavor that Brie and I are doing. 
Yes, thank you so much. You guys are welcome. Thank you. I, I hope I uh, enunciated correctly. <laughs> You're going to help our followers. Like, yeah, so I was like, um, um, um I was um, trying um, to um, give them um, pointers of <laughs> like, well, no, truly, I was just saying I was afraid he wouldn't have enough to say because Chase is just a man of little words sometimes. And it's saying too much because Chase can also have embarrassing stories. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, don't embarrass me at work. <laughs> That's so true. Hey, you know, it's those that uh, help us get followers, right? Yeah. <laughs> Well, thank you again, and I appreciate all of the the rearing that you've done for Cheyenne and um, being a friend to me as uh, the stepmom on the, the other side. Uh, you're welcome. Thank you for all your hard work, too. I mean, it's, uh, sometimes it's thankless, or I don't say, you know, thank you guys enough on your side, so, you know. Yes. Thank you guys you. are, uh, you know, there with her full time, so. Yes. And, and we and know, you, and I know it's sometimes rough. I mean, <laughs> you know, just we said before, it, it's all new for you too. You know, we had it during the formative years. Mm -hmm. so. mm -hmm. And we get, y'all got the baby cute mouth and we've got the <laughs> <laughs> opinionated mouth. <laughs> I know. I know. Thanks. Thanks again for that. <laughs> I'm so happy for you. <laughs> it's fun. I'm I... coming in threefold after this. Don't worry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> awesome well thank you guys today was so much fun talking with chase guys i can't say it enough but i thank chase every single day for his part in cheyenne's life his part in Bree's life and everything that he brings to our step parenting journey and our blended journey so chase thank you Thank you for who you are um, as an individual. Thank you for your kindness and your sense of humor. We can't say thank you enough. I hope everyone enjoyed today's episode, and I hope that you thank your step parent in your life today. Bye, guys. <laughs>